You know what? I, how many times do you look at your poop, Mel? Um, honestly, I probably look at it every time. You know, because I turn around and flush. You got to check. Yeah, I check yeah. it out. You got to because it's a good indication of how healthy you're doing. It's one of those things you don't often want to talk about, but sometimes maybe we should. And to do that, we've checked in with Stephanie Verge from Reader's Digest magazine, who have an amazing article: How to Have a Better Poop. Uh, they may not uh, be pretty, but bowel movements are a, a hopefully regular fact of life. Understanding how to optimize the process delivers vital health benefits. Uh, a courageous article to talk about this time of the morning while folks are having breakfast, uh, Stephanie Verge. It really is. I'll attempt to be as gentle as possible and yes. use as many euphemisms as possible. Or you're going to help people as they eat their breakfast sure. and then after you know they get things going to be able to think properly and make themselves feel better. That's right. Food is a very important part of this article and um, of planning that goes into how to have a better poop. So here we here we go. Now, we are going to tell you that the article is full of amazing information, mm-hmm. uh, and I've read it, and it's amazing. Uh, a lot of it we're just not going to talk about because it's a bit too descriptive for this time in the morning. <laughs> but it, it doesn't, uh, uh, it certainly underscores that, that it is something that uh, you should read. But we are going to touch on just a couple of things. Uh, one of them is, uh, I mean... What goes in us has to come out, and that's an important factor of of how our body works. That's right. So we focus a a fair amount on nutrition, which makes Mm. sense. Um, And we start with foods um, that are conducive. And so we're talking about anything with a high sorbitol content. So dried fruits such as prunes, figs, and dates, we're aware of that. But then you, you know, if you're also consuming flaxseed or fresh pears and apples can Uh. also work for some people. But the key and this is a convenient time in the morning to be talking about it, is that eating breakfast can increase your colon activity. So, um, you know, we hear all about how breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, in this case, it really does help. So if you're not as regular as you'd like to be, you might want to consider how often are you eating in the morning, and maybe that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. It's also important to consider um, how much fiber we're eating. So, you know, this is well documented, but increasingly our diets contain a lot more processed foods than they did, uh, you know, even just a generation or two ago. Um, dietary fiber is, is really important. And uh, it, you know, according to Health Canada, we're talking about um, half of us getting what we require. So that's really not a very encouraging statistic. Women should have about 25 grams a day and men 38. Um, one kind of easy thing to keep in mind is that if you're eating whole grains um, and if it about half of your plate at each meal is fruits and vegetables, then you're likely meeting your needs and won't need any sort of additional supplement or anything like that. Because ideally we're getting, um, we've talked about this before, I believe, but we're getting all the vitamins we need from our diet. Um, we're getting the fiber we need from our diet. You know, vitamins can be really helpful in certain instances, but they're not necessary always if you're making sure that you have a balanced uh, meal. And we talk a lot about our water intake, but many times that is one thing that we are not getting enough of, and that can contribute to our poop. Exactly. So you want to stay well watered, as we say. Um, You need enough fluid for any number of things in your life, but yes, definitely in this category as well. So, um, 
you know, there are other signs that you probably need more water or other sources of fluid. So this is encouraging for people who say that they don't like water, they don't like it, it doesn't taste like anything, it's not fun. Um, you know, milk, juice, soup, tea, these are other things that can also um, hydrate you, obviously. But other than a hard stool, uh, you know, if you have dry lips or a mouth um, or if you have a dark urine or you're not urinating more than four times a day, then uh, you're probably dehydrated. So the ideal amount of hydration is different for everyone, but um, definitely look out for those signs. Stephanie, I was intrigued at the amount of and the types of food that you shouldn't eat. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to improve your poop, it, it surprised me. I thought, you know, it was cheese and all that to avoid, but it goes far more reaching than that. It does. So, I mean, dairy is a problem for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for example, limit my dairy intake. Uh, but we're focusing on the processed foods, as I mentioned before, something like white flour. You know, processed foods have longer shelf lives, but they don't do you any favors in the fiber de- fiber department. We're talking about wanting to have whole grains. Um, white rice as opposed to a whole grain brown counterpart is another problem for certain people. We're also pointing out carbonated beverages, which are very popular, whether or not it's, you know, a beer or uh, soda water or soft drinks. Um, that can give you gas and bloating, which will affect, you know, your output. Um, but even foods that are healthy for us, you know, cabbage, onions, lentils, for some people, that's that's a no-go. So just listen to your body. And um, I think it's safe to say, you know, if you're avoiding diet drinks and other things that are sweetened with sorbitol, um, there are often repercussions. So uh, just to keep that in mind. And I mean, lot- there are very few advantages to diet sodas or sodas in general. So, yeah, you know, you true. can just cut those out and be safe. And a lot of people say, hey, I can't get going. I can't start my day and, uh, you know, begin my process without that cup of coffee. That's right. That's a that's a common thing. But apparently, studies show that both regular and decaffeinated coffee appear to have the same effect. So uh, don't blame the caffeine. The warmth could be playing a role in speeding mm. up your system. Um, you know, there are, coffee contains about a hundred different compounds. So any any of them could trigger the production of stomach acid and digestive hormones. Um, it's you know, it really again depends on the person. We each have our our different reactions and different secrets. And it can come down to not just what you eat, but how you eat it. So we're talking about, um, you know, before with the carbonated beverages that can give you gas and bloating. The same thing can happen um, if you're gulping your food, for example, or drinking through a straw because it makes you swallow air and that can lead to gassiness. Um, Another thing is when you eat. So eat on schedule if possible uh, to avoid bloating. So if you focus on on your hunger cue, so eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. (laughs) It really seems very simple, but very few of us seem to manage to be able to do that. And many of us talk about, uh, you know, our physical activity and how that can help. Many aren't getting enough exercise and that could be hindering. Definitely. So you want to keep moving. I mean, a lot of these uh, tips that we're talking about are common sense, commonsensical and can be applied um, across the board. 
and are advantageous in many different areas. But for sure, being active, you know, getting your body moving, everything gets moving, you know. So regular physical activity, such as a brisk daily walk, can help prevent um, constipation. What you don't want to do is overtrain because that can kind of bring you in the opposite direction, which is what you hear about people who are training for marathons, for example. Their intestines um, often go a little bit nuts. (laughs) So they're, you know... But people who who run a lot or who um, work out in hot environments are already well aware of this um, and will take precautions if necessary. Stephanie, it is a wonderful article. Uh, How to Have a Better Poop also includes uh, uh, topics like uh, what your poop says about you, uh, uh, toilet (laughs) tutorial. Uh, A fantastic article. I encourage everyone to check it out. It's in the current issue of Reader's Digest magazine on newsstands now. And Stephanie, you guys have a fantastic website that people should be checking out on a regular basis. We do at um, rd.ca. Stephanie Verge, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. Thanks for having me.